The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura has been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber along with Jim Cramer. We're live from the New York Stock Exchange. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures as we get ready for trading a half hour from now. And you can see we are going to have a lower open, it would seem, unless something changes between yeah. now and 9.30. Let's get to our roadmap this morning. It starts with inflation risks, both for consumers and investors. Wholesale prices rising at the fastest pace on record. And that did move the futures a bit lower. They'd already been trending lower. Plus, Tesla tumbling. Shares are down now more than 20% from the all-time high. This is CEO Elon Musk continues to sell stock. And as COVID's Omicron variant spreads, Pfizer says its vaccine remains effective and its antiviral pill, well, that successfully prevents hospitalizations and deaths in high-risk patients. All right, Jim, you know, yesterday I did sense a new, somewhat more cautious tone from you. Uh, certainly when we began the show and you were talking about your pile of analyst reports. Well, they were all positive. Well, that's High changing. multiple revenue stocks. Um, what about today? Well, look, yeah, it's worse. You had the producer price index number that I don't know why anyone would say it was five. I don't know who makes these estimates, but they're obvious. I mean, you know, Mo, Larry, Curley estimate makers. And uh, Joe. And, and what I hear when I see this is... Shep, that, Shep. Not I good. always like Shep, but... Yeah. Uh, All right, so anyway, so here's the deal. We have a Fed that is in trouble, so to speak. They have to do something. We keep talking about taper. That reminds me of the estimates being wrong, okay? Taper is a setup. It's tightening. It's not taper. I mean, taper is something you, if you're a bear and you want positions down, okay, which I'm sorry, I'm talking to you like a real person. Is that all right? I, I like the uh, leg cross. Leg I think cross, that's a new one. No, that's, that's a new nice. one on the set of Squawk in the Street. Well, for the full I leg felt cross. I'd, look, I'd stay to the 11 if you need me, it's for a, heaven's sake. It's a kickback. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd stay to the 11. I'd stay to 12. Okay, here's, here's what's going on. Yeah, tell me. Um, it's kind of the jig is up. Like, people realize that you that this taper, if you're, if you're a bear, you want to spread the word that he's going to taper. Because then when he says, no, i got to tighten, then you panic people. And that's what's happening right now. So they're getting out ahead. They're panicking out ahead. Now, most of the research yesterday was so positive that that did turn me off. Now, I'm a big believer that you can still own companies that make things and do stuff. That's my mantra. Make things and do stuff. And the stuff that is is, uh, database related, I have MongoDB on. They're doing well, but they're destroying everybody. The stuff that is uh, customer relations management, uh, the stuff that is Kathy Wood, (laughs) Jeez, Uh, that stuff is just going lower. 
and you can't be in it uh, because we're tired of it. We're tired of 14 times sales, David. Now, you always predicted there would come a day when we won't go back to valuing things on earnings. Mm-hmm. That day came yesterday. And but, it, but we've seen days come and go, but then we get no, back to different. the market's love well, for we have, growth. Well, we have to have. results and well, being willing to pay a high multiple for revenues for growth that's going to be in the out years. Not right now, but yes. We're, you know, people fear a 2018 moment where they fear the word lockstep. Uh, they fear that it won't be just about taper. What they really fear is that the economy is so hot that they have no idea what to do other than to sell these stocks because the economy is so hot, they're afraid because the terminal value. I had, I had Moffitt on last night from Moffitt Nathanson, and we talked about the, he has a lot of those stocks that he follows that are conceptual, and conceptual stocks get crushed here. And so you don't want to be in conceptual, you want to be intangible. You do. Um, and, and by the way, you don't even want high multiple retail, which they despise, and mean. Right. I'm not well, afraid of retail taking as in retail. You mean retailers? Me. I guess you're talking about home, but there's also yes. a lot of names held by retail. Right oh no, now retail right now is trying to figure out what the hell. I mean, Dick's, uh, you know, Williams Tesla, Sonoma Nvidia, just put a great AMD. quarter. These are, by the way, two, well, I mean, two of your greatest calls. AMD, I sold some calls, AMD for my Two greatest calls over the last five Thank years. Thank you. Um, but they, you know, they, look, uh, there comes a time. But Lucid, also AMC, Ford. We'll get to all of them. They're going to be down. Look, but okay, it's one day, Jim. But you're right. There'll be a time to buy them. But you have to see after Jay slashes. Let's say Jay only says taper, then people say he's a coward. Let's say he says uh, that he's going to tighten, then people are going to sell stocks. There's, it's a no-win, so they're getting out now. I'm just describing what's going on we now. We still got a one four four ten year, and it we'll comes back a, to the old, the old we'll thing. We'll have a Santa Claus. You know what? We have to have. The, we got nowhere to go. Where oh. am I going? Oh, I'm selling to go to cash. No, no, no you're going to companies that make things and do stuff. So it's rotation. You know, yeah. So I mean, look, there's a piece today. I'm just going to pick on someone because I'm in that kind of mode. Please. There's what's the matter? There's a guy today, I'm not even going to mention what firm, because if you mention Mizuho, all the guy does is feel bad. Um, it's Block, which used to be Square. Now it's Blockhead. This is a guy who wrote July 25th. I feel badly that I'm doing this. Go ahead. Just but I, I, I'll atone for it later on. He said that buying Square, which was then Square, not Block, it was like buying J.P. Morgan in 1871, okay, July 25th. Now suddenly he's like worried about Buy now, pay later. Where the delinquencies, delinquencies are on the rise now. I thought that when you did buy now, pay later, every everybody pays later, right? Well, that turns out not to be the case. As a matter of fact, there are people who are serially missing their buy, their pay. They're making their buy, and the 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 frequency of which they're missing is up gigantically. And really? remember, remember, after pay, uh, block paid, blockhead paid twenty nine billion for that one. Now, I happen to like block, but not yet. Not yet. That's my st- okay. for these not higher yet. multiple stocks. All I'm saying is right. not yet. Right. David, I mean, here's one because I know that you're uh, an aficionado of the meme stocks. Like I was doing some work on Best Buy, which is a, a 24 billion dollar company, versus GameStop because now you finally have an analog, right? GameStop's got in the mall. GameStop's up 626 percent. GameStop's worth 10 billion. So you have to wonder: Is Best Buy worth two and a half times GameStop, or is it worth five times GameStop? And the, GameStop only worth one twentieth of Best Buy. Now you're going to join me and, and get. I'm trying to get all the people flushed out in my mentions column, saying everything I've ever done wrong right here. What it. they haven't attacked me for is when I gambled in eleventh grade and they caught everybody but me. Oh, yeah, we were well, all playing. Not too we late. There's no statute of limitations and, no, on that. No, actually, there is. That's why I mentioned. Okay, but I do. Um, I do think, David, that we're at this moment where you have to take some pain. Now, you can say, I'm going to own block through this, and that's fine. 
but you have to take pain. I mean, it is a little Mr. T-like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The forecast. Forecast calls for pain. But then, By the way, but then we'll come back. You're absolutely right. We'll come back to the them. forecast. I do want to get to James Gorman, somebody we've had on this oh, show. I like we him. always like to. I like him. And he's James. He's not Yesterday, uh, Mr. Frost, that is Wilfred Frost, went and visited uh, Mr. Mr. Frost? Gorman. Mr. Frost. Oh, I thought you said Mr. Frost. No, Wilfred Frost. Yeah. Went and visited James Gorman at uh, Morgan Stanley's uh, headquarters. This is what Gorman had to say about the Fed and rates. At the moment, at zero interest rates, we have no ammunition. We're 10 rate increases, 10 quarter point rate increases from normal. So if I were the Fed, I would start moving earlier rather than later, store away some ammunition and accept the reality. Now, this is before you even get to the inflation discussion. So we'll see. I guess the um, FOMC meeting is, I think, this Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, we'll see where they come out. I would be very surprised if there aren't more dots talking about rate increases next year. There you go. Yeah. I'm with James. You are. James is good. Yes. Also a good manager. Stock's good, too. Stock goes to 95. Buy more. 95? Where is What's it right now? It's 97. Oh, I didn't realize. It? Okay. It's not so bad. Yeah. No, it's had a great year, Morgan Stanley. Yeah. He made the point as well that their strategy, obviously, they bought... Uh, E-Trade. I love what they, they bought. bought. Yeah. Uh, They're also they, doing what, what Silicon spent, Valley Bank shares you know, Whether it was an extra billion or so didn't matter. Cause think of all the market cap that they've actually added as a result right. of those two deals. Well, look, I'm not... Remember, in my, I'm being very matter-of-fact because I don't want people to think I've, I've morphed into a bear. I just like different stocks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there are so many companies that came public, 391 companies that came public, of which 100 have already been, like, obliterated. Yes, yes. And the public has been taken advantage of by the SPAC people and by the bankers, and the public just says, you know what? It's like dog food. Okay. okay we're not going to, you can but put new and improved on the side. This. The dog let's, doesn't like it, not going to eat Let's it. follow through on the theme then. All right. You're backing away from high multiple revenue names. High multiple revenues. High multiple not, revenues. Not to, the, not to earnings. earnings are okay. That, right. And you, you think it's going to be rotational, not necessarily people actually saying the Fed's coming, we're going to just take a, take a breather here. What exactly. do you want to own? Well, I... I want to own the drug stocks. I have, which moved up yesterday. Yes, quite nice. I have a company on tonight, David. You know, Bausch and Loom. Yes, I do. Now, Bausch and Loom is dividing into three companies. This is the old Valiant. Well, it's, it's what know, it is. Papa, Joe Papa, fixed. Yes, it's still Valiant. They actually have some bonds that are valued. Joe Valiant. But you know, I'm split into three companies, and yeah. I happen to like the Bausch and Loom business very well. But I have to like the dermatological business very well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is, you know, it's what I'm looking at. Bausch, I think yeah. that that stock shouldn't be at 23. It should be higher. Okay. I'm not making a stand on GameStop. I'm making a stand on Bash and Loan. Well, Stock goes to, third, to 20. I never made a stand what? on GameStop to begin with. I never did. I was at 400. Well, you kind of did make a stand on AMC, which you and I have no, gone I back said and AMC, forth on for a long time. He's going to keep it going. very supportive of he's him. He's going to keep it going, but then he sold so much stock. You've seen how that stock has finally started well, to get He sold a people. lot of stock. Yes. We're talking, what, of what course, about Adam What was I saying for a year? David? You were right. <laughs> I said that as this, long as Adam Aaron stays right in, I didn't think he'd sell us. Kind of sold down that position. Wait, we're, what, we're the music break? That it, will you turn the music off? We're already, you give me a break. Only ten after. Why what are you turning the music so off for? I don't know. I had things I'm to say. Anything. I don't know. I'm going to leave. Oh, Wildcat strike. Like Starbucks. We're going to. Like, like uh, Kellogg. Like, like striking Kellogg. You're going to be the Buffalo maybe they that make, one, one play. Wait, maybe the people. Buffalo. One, how was the barista, by the way? I thought she was sensational. Really? Well, she also said there's better fish to fry. You can get a better uh, wage elsewhere. But she went to Starbucks. To this improve. is the barista who was a guest on Mad Money yes. last night. Yes, I, I enjoyed right. it. Uh, having been a member of two unions, I totally respect the idea that you can make more money uh, if you are 
collectively bargaining than if you're saying, I'd like a raise. Got it. Right, put your leg up again. Music? I was impressed with your we flexibility, won? by the way. Did I don't think I can on, even do that. Did we win on the music thing? And uh, we're going to tell people what's coming up next. We won on the music thing. We did win, but... Look at Data we Dog. Are gonna, Data uh, Dog. That could happen at Data Dog. We are going to talk about new developments surrounding sake. Pfizer's antiviral COVID-19 pill and where yeah. the Omicron variant fits into the picture. J.P. Morgan downgraded and Data Dog. J.P. Morgan downgraded everything. Yeah. J.P. Morgan downgraded except for cloud. Jim, Jim took pictures of Elon Musk last night. We'll show you those. Yeah, well, I was Very there. Very exciting. That's big, yeah. Uh, and we will talk about Tesla, of course, and where it's been. More squawk on the street. Kroger. From the New York Stock Exchange. Straight ahead. PayPal. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big-picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Well, as we told you, Tesla shares are moving lower. You can see right there in the pre-market. Elon Musk has sold another $906 million worth of shares of the company. That's in order to cover tax bills generated by the exercise of very low-priced stock options he has. And if he doesn't exercise them, they will expire. So obviously he's going to do that. Musk has offloaded nearly $13 billion worth of Tesla shares. That just since early November. Remember, of course, he used that poll on Twitter where he asked whether he should sell 10% of his stake. Tesla's market valuation, by the way, is now below the trillion-dollar mark. Of course, the poll was nonsense. Uh, he had to sell uh, in so order my to vote, generate... Are you telling me my vote was like a North Korean yeah, vote? Yeah, in I order voted? to generate, the, uh, generate money to pay this enormous wow. potential tax bill that, that was like has. kind of one man, one vote. Nah, it, it, was, it was nothing. Um, I shouldn't have voted 22 what, times. This is obviously a widely held stock, uh, loved by many. Um, does it hold up in your uh, current uh, world that you're example. talking about where... They're making things. Yes. Uh, I think the answer is it holds up better than other things. Uh, yeah. But you have people like Adam Jonas doing a piece today where he talks about all sorts of EV. So the EV space has gotten crowded. Remember, he thinks that Rivian's the one. Yep. He insults Ford by not even mentioning it, but that's okay because he doesn't mean it. Uh, but there are too many of everything. So that's one of the problems. There's too many of everything. There's suddenly too many uh, charging companies. There's charging. Hey, there's too many payments companies. Too many battery there, companies? Yeah, but it seems to me we're going to need an awful lot of batteries. Well, you see again, Toyota now? So let's Toyota see. Some now going we'll get much a, more aggressively We have to EV. find a winner. We have to find. There's, there, there's not going to be 100 winners in the battery business. I'm just saying that there's just so many companies that do, okay, optimizing the web for your business. Mm -hmm. David, there are, I, I know 10 companies that optimize the web. Do you think that all 10, doesn't that feel 2000-ish? 
Yes, there's been a lot of capital going to fund business models that won't necessarily end with a great deal of yeah. cash flow. I'd rather own and so Clorox. It may, I'd rather it may own be a uh, consolidation at some point down the road. Well, that would be but, a gift if there's consolidation. Yeah. There will be. Remember when LinkedIn collapsed and suddenly there were two buyers for it, Salesforce and Microsoft? There's a piece today uh, about Microsoft, and it basically is a thumbsucker saying, well, Microsoft's not bad. Okay. Okay, thank you. I'll go buy some Microsoft off of that. I mean, look, David, the gains for this year have been so outsized that there are a lot of people who are thinking, i got to get out before the other guy. Well, uh, yeah, that's But then you get the Christmas rally. Time of the year. We've You'll got get a handful eight of trading days left. Right. But the eighth, eighth day before the end of the year has historically been, if you buy things that day, you've almost always made money. So let's just wait. Right. Let's well, then you've little. also got potential tax loss selling of the losers. I know. You watched AT&T shares Wait. sink another 2% Wait, yesterday. I'm not mentioning AT&T. Okay, I just because, did. Because uh, uh, Craig, Craig Moffitt from Moffitt Nathan did that very good sale at SIVB. Yes. I asked him about the, the, the phone stocks, and he said, look, I don't know who's been more negative by AT&T, you or me. Now, that's saying something, because my level of negativity about AT&T, I think, is... A higher level. Well, high it's level. been rewarded in terms of at least people didn't buy the stock and or anybody shorted it since they announced the deal with Discovery. They never Although called me. Point, and there no, are those they did. who say this company would be created at a far, le- you know, far, less, far lower multiple than originally was planned. You, you really announce a deal and you lose 30% of your market value Ooh. from now, well, from would, when you did see, it. Is you, it really going to be that these, that these two companies separated are going to... I mean, come on. Well, we that had a make sense. positive note today. that much weaker Discovery. than they were prior to announcing their deal? There's no. A, a Discovery no. City says it could double. Yeah. Could there double. Is. Yes, City said it could double. Yeah, there you go. It could um, we'll no one's saying ATT could double. Look, no. ATT told you that the dividend was safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do, you remember, right. do you remember in the movie Witness when uh, Kelly yeah. said to uh, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford yeah. you told me we'd be safe in Philadelphia? And what he says is, I was wrong. You told me you'd be safe with the ATT dividend. I was wrong. I know, but you know what? It's what? more than adjusted for that. Do you have Harrison Ford? I'm often confused with Harrison Ford. Uh, whether it's a split or a spin, of course, is still a key question. Let's get back to Tesla can, can, for a can moment. Can I just say, look, I'm not presenting yeah. myself as you have to sell. I'm saying you have to take pain. That's all. You have to take pain. Now, you don't have to take pain if you buy Coca-Cola here. Suddenly, people like Coca-Cola. Yeah, meanwhile, it's up 3% for the year. Well, I know, but that's okay now because you said, remember everyone says that um, there's no, uh, no other game in town? Well, there is another game in town besides Datadog, right? Frog Clear. Datadog? Yeah. Caterpillar made. Datadog. Not the Caterpillar, you know. Datadog, are they, do they do the same thing as App Lovin'? No, they're like more like live person. Um, let's get back hey, to David, Pat. they're interchangeable parts. Wait, right I want now. to show people they your pictures. The Those are good companies. Can I show people your pictures of uh, Elon Musk? Did, do we Is have that more substantive there? than Billy Billy? Look okay, there we go. Thanks, Jim. Courtesy Jim Kramer. That's the person here. Did he have anything to say? I thought he was unbelievably good. Yeah. He was cogent. One of the things he made, the point was it costs five times more to be um, like aggravating, say, on uh, Facebook. On, it costs. This is what he said. Tell me. He made a comment about how Facebook costs more if you are empathetic to place an ad than it does. Musk on Facebook, if you are, you are um, no, great, out, out, a hateful ad uh, on Facebook, it's five times cheaper than an empathetic ad. Oh. Yeah. That's odd. It's pretty interesting. Uh, but here's what he, this is what his main emphasis was. 
if you had a takeaway, a stock takeaway, yes. he said it will be so obvious in a few years that autonomous drivers are safer, that robots are safer than people, that they will have no choice. Now, I remember once when I was at, visiting Waymo, Alpit, they were saying, look, if we had robots when we first came up with cars, we would never, ever have said that humans should drive. Million people die, how many could be prevented? I thought he was fabulous. My wife said to me, Whoever said, why do people think this guy's nasty? He's a sweetheart. He brings his kid on. Now his kid's got that, you know, a little different name, right? I mean, you know, it's Pi Squared. Or yeah. Kid's got the name. Anyway, you, you walked kid. away saying that, okay, so he's much smarter than I am, but at least he's not arrogant. That was what people said. Everyone that I, at my table said, well, he's much smarter than I am, but he's not arrogant. Elon Musk is not arrogant. He wasn't arrogant at all. He was sweet. All right, let's move on to your he mad was. dash. Because we count you down to an opening bell. You'll take a look at futures here. You'll see that we are going to have a lower open when we get started with trading. About eight and a half minutes from now, a lot more squawk in the street coming right back. All right, the opening bell is just a few minutes away. And remember, by the way, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast as you take a look at some of the laggards as we get ready to open just a few minutes from now. Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren yesterday, a favored name. Here today, gone tomorrow. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, let's get uh, going with a mad dash here, and then we'll get to an opening bell less than three minutes from now. Okay. Uh, there's a really terrific piece by J.P. Morgan, Dutch Bros versus Starbucks. And they had a meeting with Starbucks, and they said, well, um, it was not a bad meeting. Well, there's Daniel McFain praise. But then they talk about Dutch Bros, and this is rap- you know, very, very rapidly growing, good unit uh, average volume. And they do say, David, 800 franchisors right now, um, they think it can grow to several thousand. And they're saying that in 2037. 2037? 2037. You're reading that right. Total addressable might 4,000 stores, 2037. See, that's when you want to value it. So this is kind of, I have an opinion on this because I happen to like Dutch Bros. I like to go there. I like the Annihilator. I like everything about it. The, uh, how much they can make at the kiosk per day. It's analysts going but, out seven, 15 years. Yeah, but you see, that's my problem right now. Like, I don't think that valuing a stock on 2037 is, uh, earnings is that, is, is that compelling. Now, look, I may be 
dumber like, than the average. It's like bear. the analyst but, who came out with that. Remember that piece on flying on the flying cars? The oh, that tolls? was flying cars. A fourteen trillion dollar. Fourteen trillion. Well, flying cars. Market. You know, that's like I just think that I'm pointing this out because when I read this, I say, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to take that. Yeah, I happen to like Dutch bros, but I refuse to use 2037 numbers. I'd rather use I don't even know if I'd go for 2027 numbers. But Clorox, I have a good feel for 20. You have a good feel, but Clorox, to be fair, has a pretty high multiple, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's got a higher multiple than uh, Meta. Meta platform. Yeah, okay. No, so no, I'm, I'm going to want to own Meta all day long, no matter what no, you just, throw at me with it. It's got a dividend Clorox and people. But really? You want the best piece today? This is uh, Sterling Audi is one of my Not absolute. again with you know, the Coca-Cola. Do you know, no. You don't know Sterling Audi? Oh, source code. No. Audi Sterling. No. He's amazing. He's this fabulous analyst. He covers 437 companies. Oh, okay. Um, but he wrote a book called The Source Code 2022 Outlook. It's a must read. I mean, for anyone, you know, it's kind of like Dostoevsky's the gambler, uh, because he says, have valuations jumped the shark? And I now feel like you got to hit double zero to make money in some ways. There's a picture, Sterling Audi, his assistant, Jackson Ader, whom I love, another guy, Ader Jackson. I never trust a man with two last names. But it makes but, the point that you've been making the last day or two. Right. Well, this is, is just a great careful. piece. He's just saying, listen, all these, they jumped the stock. Now, this is the guy. He covers application security, cloud security, data security, identity access management, infrastructure protection, integrated risk management, network security equipment. He covers the world. He covers the waterfront. He is all right. on the waterfront. Ah, uh, on the waterfront. He could have had it that, that night. movie a lot. He could have had it that it night. Been, it's my night, Charlie. So we're going to take the price on Wilson. Golly. All right, let's get to the opening bell and the CNBC real-time exchange. As you see right there, of course, a lot more red, as we expected, given what we saw would be the open there than green. By the way, here Let at the big in. board, Let it VMware. So be a moment. Dell, of course, we talked a good amount about that, celebrating its listing. You see that someone downgraded uh, Dell today? At the NASDAQ. Evercore the downgraded Dell. Michael Dell, you do such Let me finish. Foundation Maybe. combating poverty and illiteracy, celebrating its 10th anniversary. Okay. Now. Okay. I'm just saying there will come a time. It's not there. Let's wait to see what Jay says. Jay. Jay. You Let's see it. what Sheriff says. You know? Uh, but I think that Jay will make it so that there'll be a, whatever he says is not going to be enough for the jackals. And then we might begin to the Santa, Santa rally. Santa. Santa. Right, I used move. to call Gimbals because he used to say, Murray Christmas is Gimbals. I used to just call him over and over again. Murray Christmas is Gimbals. And I was like, of course, they had the same Philadelphia accent I did. Let it come in. And then we'll pick. Let it come in. That's, there's uh-huh. nothing wrong with that. People hate to hear that, David. They want to hear it's going higher. But what happens if I don't think it's going hard? Unless there's certain stocks that, are, you know, that like I said, the, the boring ones. Like Coca-Cola bottomed in April of, 20, of 2000. Look, also, the, banks, the banks are hanging in they there. They did. Well, Bank of Brooklyn's up by 40%. pointed out pharmaceuticals, although today not quite as much. Today's Clorox is dead. Today is uh, Clorox is dead. Today is a Clorox I, I, day. Can I just say something? I realize I've interrupted you way too much, and I apologize. Would you give me the 10 o'clock to be able to prove to you that I'm a good boy? <laughs> It's okay. Why should today be any different than any other day? Um, Well, today we recline. (laughs) All right. You know what? I'm going to use this opportunity of you not speaking to do a little bit of news here. Um, What should we do? Let's talk about that 3M deal 
and you can talk a bit about the stock as well. You see, they're doing a reverse Mars Trust with a company called Neogen. They're in the food right. safety business. Uh, right. They're going to merge their food safety business into Neogen. If you're a 3M shareholder, you'll own 50.1% of the combined company. Therefore, it will be tax-free. They're valuing it at about $9.3 billion overall. That's the enterprise value of Nuco. And 3M is going to have some board members and the like. But it's an opportunity for them to, uh, to exit a business that they have seemingly been interested in exiting for, for some time. I'm told these talks have been going on for, for months, as you might expect. Even though it's a small deal, somewhat complex in nature, so yes. perhaps taking a while. And by the way, a pretty high multiple I was looking at here. I mean, they're talking 32 times adjusted EBITDA. And then when you take out run rate synergy, still 27 times calendar year 2022 um, numbers. Very that's, big growth market, not a though. cheap multiple. Yeah. Growth market. No, it's growth. Dave, do you yeah, know how many companies there. that Mike Roman could do that? Mike Roman, CEO of 3M. They've got to be, I'm not calling them cats and dogs. I'm saying that people hate the stock of 3M now. It yields 3.3. Yep. Uh, dividend aristocrat. Does have some uh, groundwater issues. But they must have, I bet you they have a half dozen of those companies kicking around. Yeah. And you know, this is a company that is worth a great deal. I'm going to put it in the makes things and does stuff category. Okay. All right. I want to move on to another uh, name that you know well. Uh, you have Michael Nidorf on all the time. No. Centene. I think that Michael Nidorf is amazing. The stock was a poor box on that analyst meeting just Friday. But did you see that though they had an activist? Uh, it's Quentin Coffey, um, yeah. guy I know from previous stints at Elliot D.E. Shaw. Uh, he's got five directors here. They got on the board, and Mr. Nidorf's stepping down. I know, he's stepping uh, down. In 2022, he, he'll step down. He will serve as executive chairman until the end of 2022. Right. Do you think that Palatine got forced By the way, he looks great for 77. you got to he, give he, He's amazing, and he's, um, he's just also a fantastic charitable man. But um, And he's been able to create health care for people. Five who are, new directors, Jim. Uh, and again, a CEO replacement. So you're saying Palatine really do, played uh, a big role. And external, let's say again. Some people think the Palatine didn't play that big a role, but you obviously... Well... They're going to claim that they played a big role. You don't typically see five directors. No, you don't. I just want to point out that, uh, to Michael's credit, he has built a company out of nothing that is now the biggest provider of health care to people who otherwise would not be able to afford it because they. Well, what's the play here? Is it eventually to hope that there's consolidation? Okay, that's a great question. Buy these guys? No, no. Here's the play. Michael has bought company after company after. Take a look at that stock. Company after company after company. And now it's just, and then he finished. He admitted he came on the show on Mad Money and he said, listen, I bought all the companies I have. Now we're just going to harvest cash flow. The cash flow here is extraordinary. And they'll be picking up state after state because they are the low cost provider of healthcare in this country. Right. And they do a great job. Uh, I would tell people, even up here, well, now it's just spiked, but it's not an expensive stock. I I like it more than I like UNH, and I've always liked UNH, even in the 90s. In the um, 90s, UNH was the, you know, was the 21st century. Remember, we were talking about some of these funds. It's that funny, we don't we them. don't mention UNH that often for a company that has a 450 and, billion and, and dollar look at market stock. value. Look at how well it's done. Uh, and it's, it's up a another, It's up another 42 percent over the last they year. Do stuff. They United do stuff. They do stuff. That's a good example. Of a company that does stuff. Plus, they have Optum. You know, it's Optum. You know, they, I mean, look at that name. It's fantastic. It does. David, UNH is a great company. Okay, and it has a terrific business, a data business to try to do well. 
I, now, people are going to hate me that I like these insurers. Well, yeah, nobody likes their health insurer. But CVS, all you do is you get CVS bought why Aetna. They're not going to pay. Look at CVS versus Walgreens. Mm-hmm. CVS bought Aetna initially. Mr. Merlot was criticized for that. He was. But now we have a, a company, CVS, that's probably going to go through 100. They, they do stuff. That's probably up today. And I, I really like CVS. My travel trust sold it way too soon. Oh, here it is. Look, it's at 100. They do stuff. Karen Lynch is doing a remarkable job. And Omicron is another reason to go to CVS, unfortunately. Ask not for whom the bell tolls, my friend. It sounds ominous, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like the medieval days. It doesn't days sound of joyous. That's an ominous sounding. Yeah. Journal of the Plague year we got going here. Good book, by the way. Holds yeah. up. Um, Disney's in your charitable trust investment club. Why do you hurt me, Michael? I'm not going to hurt you. Ben Swinburne is going to hurt you yeah, over at Morgan Stanley. Uh, but he, the analysts we like to follow because he, he actually puts things in print that at least are interesting to no, read. No, he's a good guy. Uh, and he comes out with five questions. But some of the keys here are about next year uh, and what, what's going to happen here. Um, yeah. Streaming, you know, yeah, there is a look at Disney. It is. Well, it's not held up. It's under close scrutiny. That's, that means it's going down. Uh, <laughs> he but says we believe, I like uh, as for the streaming outlook, we believe they can deliver a 20% plus return by year uh, 2022. While a draconian case in our view, if it cannot scale direct to consumer to profitability at all, we see 30% downside from here, given the pivots made from legacy distribution to monetizing to streaming. Well, I mean, look at the he goes he on to say, by the way, that next year is going to be a critical year. We're going to get a clear post-pandemic look at the right. earnings power of its legacy assets, which have had tailwinds and headwinds of varying degrees from the pandemic. And he goes on to say, in addition, we should see the beginnings of a meaningful increase in content investment at Disney Plus and to a lesser extent Hulu engaged the relationship between content spending and how many customers are added. I think Disney's good stock down here. I mean, who's in charge? Yes. Where's the content? I'll tell you where the content is. The content is in the company. Who's in charge? What is that, a damn, what is that about? Who's in charge? What is that? A no, it's sign? more about, it's not about uh, ownership as much as it's about no, I did, ownership I mean, of those decisions. Implications yeah. of Disney buys out Comcast. I don't know. Look, we can get to a two negative point here. Are we there? With Disney? Yeah, with a bunch of stocks, we are. With the companies that, you know, I'm going back to my thing. You, I listed all those things that Sterling Audie didn't like and JP Morgan, and those are right. Yeah. But I do like this. This is a real company, David. Okay. By the way, already, CBS sells at 12 times earnings. I like that. We're already bouncing off the lows, the PPI well, because, print, the concern about the Fed well, tomorrow. Because, look, uh, to, uh, and, and I'm looking. AMD, AMD is up, Jim. AMD is up. Oh, my and God. And NVIDIA is barely down. Well, they have, they make stuff and they have earnings. I'm talking about companies with earnings. Like Lamb Research is down seven right now. Lamb Research makes a lot of money. I'll buy Lamb Research. I just don't want to buy the companies that are losing big money and you're valuing them on some sort of... I, I don't know. Price to David. Oh, the price to David at Dutch Bros is pretty good. Price to David. You know? I like that. Price to it has a nice ring to it. I price. like that. Look, it's, there's um, a lot of stocks that are down a lot. Look, Centene, David, is up again. Now, what is that? Does that people, is that people thinking that now that he's retiring, someone's going to buy Centene? Yeah. The only company yeah. big enough is, is United I know. Health. And by the way, in this market, uh, given the antitrust scrutiny that any deal of that kind of size would get, it's That's hard to happen. imagine, unless you're willing to go to court, that you 
you're going you're gonna to do it, even if it doesn't necessarily on the face of it seem well, to have antitrust implications. That doesn't seem to matter much right now. I think the stock um, is a great so stock. So those who'd be buying this on, uh, on consolidation play as Nidorf exits, although he will stay executive what is chairman that? until the next, end of It's next a fast-growing company with 15 times earnings. Isn't that a bargain? Right, so maybe that's why they're buying it, Jim. Fast-growing fast um, company. You want to talk at all about Pfizer this morning? Love Pfizer. You love it. Love. 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 It's a lot it's of love, love, my friend. What's not the law? Um, they've got. They've been going to be able did, to bridge, bridge people, the big loss of exclusivity. Frank D'Amelio is one of the great CFOs. I don't think. I think Borla should have been Times Person of the Year, along with Bansell. Yes. From Moderna and Pfizer, right. or maybe the scientists. How about just the scientists? I, that's what I voted vaccine. for. I mean, I put in my two cents. Not yeah. that they listened to me. It was kind of like. At, uh, Musk asked but me whether right now the focus stock. with Pfizer is the latest data we got on their antiviral, which appeared to hold up quite well. Uh, uh, Pfizer should be up. Reduction, which Pfizer's we've seen previously. Thirteen times earnings. Um, look, if it's got, if it's thirteen times, look at the drug. Look at the bank stock. Those are selling at such low. Mo- Will you listen to me? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot of companies that should be bought. J and J should be bought. Val should be bought. J and J is inexpensive. Okay, and doing very well. Pfizer's inexpensive, doing very well. There's a lot to buy. Jake can't hurt Pfizer. Jake, he can huff and he puff, but he cannot blow yeah, Pfizer down. Pfizer. I had to make that point because there's, oh, what am I sure? Because there's a Careful, lot of stuff yeah. that is good. A lot of stuff that's good. I just want people to buy, own, know what they own so that they can buy much lower if they don't. Right. We did get one more downgrade here of U.S. cable and telecom. Oh, I mean, well, this is ever going to end. That's early. I know. Another UBS now downgrading uh, charter and lowering the price target on um, Comcast. You think you should buy Rivian here, David? Because it's the one. just for the year. Do I think? What? What? No, I'm just trying to get people to buy I, Tesla, Rivian which is got real. Billion, I like Tesla. Billion dollar market value. I like Tesla. There it is. U.S. Uh, cable and telecom services. Uh, uncharted territory. Why? Well, it's because everything we've been talking I'm about right here. Now, I cable used cable to capture stocks. 100% of industry broadband it, net ends, but telco's starting it, to claw time, back. It's time to buy the cable stocks because I don't think there's anyone left to downgrade who truly them. likes them. No, yeah. I don't think so. Now, I, David, I work for Comcast, yes, so you, you can take what I say with a warm bucket of spit. But I happen to think the Comcast stock has taken a beating like you wouldn't believe. It's a total beat. Can we have the Comcast chart versus United Health say? I mean, I'm going to show you a chart that is just... Uh, well, darkest before dawn. You got a long-term contract. Oh, right? Yeah. That's not pretty. It, it's it enough already. Yeah. Oh well, that's just great. You had that to show just that. Doesn't help us either. No. No. I mean, oh, I also like the oils. I think the oils are inexpensive. You like the oils? Yeah. I do. Move on to the oils from Comcast. I think they're expensive. Our parent company. Well, you're down there with Exxon. I thought Exxon. Exxon is having not as a very bad as it used to be. Year. The stock is up 50 percent, as you know. And you're they not as things. negative as you used to. They be make on things. They do stuff. Buy them. All right. You heard it. We know what to buy. We know what to sell. We're David, I got that number Stop. for Square. It's, um, it's block. It, it looks it's like square. a block. Yeah. Yes. It, it, that afterpay, which they, they paid a lot after. The, um, there's, David, there's 24% sometimes miss. 40%. There's 9% of the people who never pay. What? No, well, they did a survey. Mizuho did a survey. It's, this is a must-read piece of research because what it says basically is, is that buy now, pay later is starting to unravel. 
right. That's something people, you got to keep an eye on. Now. Yeah, well, people because are. that has been a market phenomenon. It is starting to unravel. For the credit card companies, the market cap that potentially has come out of MasterCard and Visa as a result of, hey, you don't have to pay 17%. You can actually do buy now, pay later. Well, and the move up in a firm, and the move up in. All right. They're, they're buying now, but they don't seem to want to pay that much. I mean, here's a man who. You know, it's always, kind of like wimpy. Let's get to a man wimpy. who always wimpy, pays right? on time. I read Tuesday for a Bob Pisani. Okay. No uh, debts there. Hello, pay, Bob. Pay the credit card every month <laughs> on time. Uh, the important thing here uh, is PPI costs us 18 points uh, on the S&P. Uh, we've got an issue because it's going to bleed into consumer price indexes. That's the concern. Uh, and inflation is going to stay around longer. But you notice the Dow is positive, and it's not because of Apple. It's because uh, some of the cyclical groups are doing better. So we're getting uh, Boeing, we're getting uh, Goldman Sachs, some of the banks moving into positive territory. That's nice to see. Just take a look at the sectors, though, at least early on, right at the open. Uh, consumer discretionary was weak, and, and that's Tesla and the uh, Ford, GM were weak. Uh, tech's weak uh, a little bit. Uh, that's primarily on semiconductors. You'll notice uh, more uh, cyclical, uh, uh, less cyclical sectors like REITs, for example, doing very well. Some of the apartment REITs were at new highs yesterday. Uh, we also saw nice moves up uh, in some of the utilities as well. So defensive healthcare. care. Uh, here's the mega cap tech. Apple topped at 182 yesterday and a lot of concern. It sort of ended at the lows yesterday. But you can see it's holding up big cap tech. Uh, semiconductors started lower. Uh, NVIDIA, you know, was 340 a few weeks ago. Now down to 275 or so now at 280. So it's gone from a 65 multiple to a 55 multiple, a little more reasonable. Uh, but even the semis are bouncing back here. Microsoft down uh, just a little bit here. So the important thing is what's going on is the concerns of the market are changing. So obviously we're moving a little bit uh, in terms of the concerns about Delta and Omicron here. Here's the Bank of America Global Fund Survey goes every month. Look at this. The number one concern is now rate hikes. Inflation's number two. COVID's number three. COVID was number one for months on end. Suddenly it's number three. This tells you that the issues around the market and what they're worried about is changing. The primary concerns are now what the Fed might do. And that, that makes a lot of sense. If you think about the market issues right now, Currently, the market is coming to believe that Omicron might be a manageable event. Is it? Is it not? Well, we're still inflation or headline driven, but that's what the market's come to believe. What we don't know about is what the Fed is going to do. We don't know how bad inflation is. We don't know what that Fed statement's going to look like tomorrow. We know it's going to change, but we don't know what it's going to look like, and we don't know how much the Fed will tighten. This is the known unknown now. The Federal Reserve is the known unknown that we have. So in the absence of not knowing, the market's pricing in a lot of hawkishness right now. And if the Fed sounds more dovish tomorrow, we'll definitely rally. But the worse the inflation numbers, remember, like the PPI, the harder it is for the Fed to sound dovish. That's the problem that we're in. That's why the market's getting more defensive. That's why cyclicals have been hit so hard. So just take a look at some of the Dow laggards here, uh, what's off of the highs. I look at where you are from the 52-week highs. Most of these com companies, uh, particularly industrials, they hit their highs a few months ago. Honeywell, 3M, Caterpillar, Disney, Boeing. Look, look at how far these stocks are off the highs. Remember, the S&P is only 3% off of its high. But very large parts of the S&P, particularly the cyclical sectors like the industrials, have been hit very hard and worse in the last couple of weeks. Meantime, mega cap tech, we all keep talking about this, has held up relatively well. You see Apple's only 3% off, Microsoft, Alphabet, uh, Amazon's down a little worse. Some of the big semiconductors like Xilinx, they're down in the double-digit range, but, but not that dramatically. So what we want to watch now is how the Fed statement changes. We've got the Powell 
pivot. We know he's going to change that transitory sentence that's in there. But is it going to be more or less aggressive and hawkish? And this PPI numbers, the market believes, is not going to make the Fed's job any easier. David, back to you. Bob, thank you. That's totally right. Bob Sonny. Exactly right. Look, that's just getting endorsed by uh, Jim Cramer. That's exactly what's happening. That's why I say once we get through the Fed, I mean, a lot of people are already trying to say, listen, somebody starts going down to me. It's pretty early today. And I don't know where the, B- the BNPN stocks are going to work. All right. Well, cable's rebounding. BNPN. So at least we got that going well, for us. No, I'm done. Those are done being sold. All right. I'm going to do the that bomb. That downgrade. Is that the marks the, right that, That's yeah, the end. That's it. Should've that's it, it, right there. My downgrade will actually no, be the that bottom. That guy's like the last guy in Zinder of every man dead or alive. Before we head to the break, it is time for the bond report. Let's give you a quick look at uh, how treasuries are faring this morning. Of course, we've talked an awful lot about what we can expect tomorrow, but there's a look at the 10-year yield still at 146 with the 30-year at 1853. We'll be right back. Reminder, you can get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Signed up and find out more at CNBC.com. And I'm making some trades right now. Slash Investing Club. I am. You can also point your phone at the QR code on the screen. It will take you there. We'll be right back with Stop Trading. All right, time for uh, Stop Trading. The two most obliterated groups right now are the meme stocks, and they're probably overdone at this point. You can buy them for the sake of trade really? them. Okay. Well, they're, they're really just down, down, down. But, David, it's retail. And this morning, Goldman put out a piece, and they recommend Capri. And Capri's doing very well, CPRI, and that's a great call. But they recommend the sell of Ralph Lauren that you mentioned. Now, Ralph Lauren should not be sold. It's a very classic brand. They're saying it's weakening right now. But retail's been down, 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 down. Wait for a bounce if you want to sell retail. Retail's been crushed like cable's been crushed. Retail, they make things, and they do stuff. So I think retail's down too much. Do you know what was behind there? Because it's, it's rare still. They're saying they, they've got proprietary uh, channel checks. Okay. Yeah. Now, remember the channel checks, by the way, Apple, 160. Take a look at negative. RL, by the way, as well. Yeah. I just, see, Capri's good. I like Capri. I think it's an inexpensive stock. But I also think that, that retail's just been crushed here. And I don't think it makes a lot of sense to sell Ralph Lauren after what I thought was a pretty decent quarter. I don't think Dick should be sold. And I think Williams-Sonoma should be bought aggressively. Okay. These stocks go down pretty much every day. Williams-Sonoma is very inexpensive. Yep. You're talking well below market multiple. What do you got on Mad Money tonight? Um, I've got Bumble, which has been, uh, a, you know, this stock that's just been absolutely crushed. Yes. And then Joe Papa on uh, Bausch. I, mean, I, I happen to like Joe. He is, uh, he saved the company. He's and a now survivor, he's, to say the least. He is Joe a survivor. Papa. He used to play, uh, you know Jason on our team, Jason Gortz? Yeah, of course. He used to play ice hockey with. No kidding. Yeah. And it was Zeb Fema, congratulations to one of the people who works with me for CNBC. Who had, he and his wife had a baby, but he plays ice hockey with Joe, too. So Joe is, is pugnacious. Yes, he is. He's pugnacious. Yes, he is. I enjoyed this hour. I'm glad, as did I. I had a good time. I am glad you did. That's why yeah. we do it, so that you can have fun. Well, that's, yeah, that is J.M. Smucker. That's up. number that's one. That's, again, another one. They make, th- David, make things, do stuff, as opposed to BNPN, which is buy now, pay never. Coming up, the future of one of China's EV makers. We're going to talk with the president of Xpeng Motors about his company's game plan for growth, as well as the state of, uh, well, Chinese delistings. Keep it here. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. 
This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.